Peace, peace, family. It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality, and you're now tapped in to another episode of the Blast Podcast. That's T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's how you can find me on Instagram. Please be sure to follow me there. Um, you could also check me out on YouTube. That's O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T-M-U-L-T-I-M-E-D-I-A. That's Onslaught Multimedia. I'm slowly but surely uh, creating that. Well, not creating, but um, building that platform because um, pretty soon I'm going to be uh, doing my thing, live streams and all that from the channel. So it's going to be a vibe. I'm going to be interviewing people on there as well, and you'll get to hear those audio episodes on here on this platform on all digital streaming platforms and of course the visuals will be available on the youtube channel so i'm super excited about that uh welcome um on this episode i did something a little different um huge shout out to my cousin huge shout out to my cousin to fly uh he's like my first cousin this is not no like fake family thing this is like my first cousin not like his dad and my dad are brothers. So, like, yes, we're, we're that close in family. And um, I felt it was something different because I never really t- spoke to anyone that's trying to get into the uh, government side of things. Um, he's trying to be part of the um, United States uh, Department of State, you know, where he deals with a lot of foreign relations, foreign affairs, stuff like that. So I was like, that's what he's going to school for. So I was like, and he's been wanting to get on the platform. He's been wanting to get on the platform since I started. Like when I was doing, um, when I had a co-host and we were doing the commentary, he's been wanting to get on, get on there and discuss some issues. But then, you know, things changed. I had to revamp everything. And then I, I became more, uh, more interview based. And as I got better with the interviews, as I matured, evolved as an interviewer, I wanted to try interviewing different people. You know what I mean? That's why you've seen producers, distributors, you've seen um, entrepreneurs, of course, the artists. You know, you see you see all that. And now I wanted to challenge myself by talking to my cousin. I found out what he was getting into, and I was like, yo, let's do it. You know, so I'm hoping you guys really enjoyed this episode. Um, I don't know how many of you are interested in joining the government. I'm not sure, but um, if you are... Hopefully this episode inspires you um, because he he, um, he breaks down a lot. He breaks down a lot and I'm super happy that he did. And he broke it down in a way where it wasn't like he lost you. He broke it down in layman's terms. It all made sense and we chopped it up. You know me, I'm a conversationalist. So I love, I love to have conversation, especially if it's insightful. So you know how we do on the Blast podcast, man. Um, a quick episode breakdown. This right here is the intro. Huge shout out to y'all for listening. Um, and then um, after the intro, we're going to get into the drops. After the drops, we get into the conversation. And then after the conversation, we get into more drops. I'm sorry, not into the drops. We get into me closing out the show, announcing who the next guest is going to be. Um, please be sure to check out my playlist on um, all digital stream. I'm sorry, not on all digital streaming platforms. Forgive me. Check out the playlist GR845. On digital streaming platform. I'm sorry, I said it again. What the heck is wrong with me? It's only available on Spotify. I'm trying my best to get it on um, Apple um, iTunes, but um, I gotta see what I have to do with that. I still haven't really taken because I'm doing so much. I still haven't any time to see how I can do that. Maybe one night I'll just sit back and just go crazy with it. But no, please be sure to um, follow the GR845 playlist on Spotify. 
I mean, I feature music from all the talent from the 845 region. So um, tap in with that. I don't have them all. I don't have all the talents because I haven't spoken to everybody from the 845. So trust me, it's um, it's a vibe. I'm, I'm going to do my best to continue to um, add songs to this, to where it's like a radio station, to where you just tune in the great 45 and whatever songs you don't like, you can skip. Whatever songs you do like, tap in with that artist. Follow that artist. You know what I'm saying? So it's got over like 271 songs on it as of right now as i'm recording this right now there's about 271 songs by the time you go check it out or by the time you hear this probably be more songs people always release the music from the 845 region and i'm also learning about tons of new artists from the 845 region as well so check out gr845 uh, please be sure to subscribe to my brother's youtube channel uh it is gamer based um he has gamer uh based original content so tap in with him uh you might even see some footage of me and him on there playing video games that's a complete vibe i'm trying to get some new content up there with him soon um but uh, i know he's trying to revamp the last life gaming network studios so um be on the lookout for that but he has tons of content on his channel now so go ahead and check that out um follow him on instagram and twitter that's last underscore life gaming and uh you can follow him on tiktok as well that's last underscore life underscore gaming and uh subscribe to the youtube channel last life gaming network straightforward uh hit the subscribe button click the notification bell and check out the content that he has man um i'm about to uh let's get into this episode um oh wait a minute how can oh my goodness i can't believe i almost forgot about this i can't forget my shout outs man I gotta do my shout outs. Shout outs to my day ones, new listeners, erratic listeners, IG models, BBWs, ballers, shot callers, players, pimps, nine to fivers, creatives, entrepreneurs, gamers, uh, thickies, slim thick, fit thick, thick thick, rappers, singers, managers, producers, strippers, waiters, bus drivers, Uber and Lyft drivers, painters, activists, social scientists, YouTube viewers. I'm coming full throttle this fall and winter. I hope y'all ready. Sanitation hackers. I'm sorry, sanitation hackers. Sanitation workers, hackers, computer programmers, graphic designers, life coaches, social workers. I mean, everybody that's tuned in right now, loving the platform and comes and checks the platform whenever they can. Thank you. Thank you. But um, let's get into this episode, man. I truly hope you guys enjoy this. For real. This is Ngung, and we're vibing with the Blast Podcast. Yo. Yo, what's up, man? What's goody, bro? Nothing, man. So sorry about that, bro. All good, all good, all good. How you, though? I've been doing good, man. How about yourself, brother? Good, man. Just happy to wake up every morning, you know? Can't complain. Of course, of course. You know what I'm saying? Glad to have you on here. It's been uh, long overdue. You've been hitting me up for a while trying to get on. We tried to... Get it popping one time, but uh, we had technical difficulties. But I'm glad we able to get it popping now. Of course, of course, of course, man. Always, always, always been seeing you working, doing the pod, man. So I was just, you know, what I'm saying, I always, I'm like, man, I gotta jump on that. Sorry, if I, like I called you out on that, um, on that Instagram post. I ain't mean to, I ain't mean to do it like that. No, nah, it's all good. It's all good. It's like sometimes people don't, sometimes people don't even realize it, because I'll be like, no, sometimes I, I just say like, yo, it's all good, but. 
you could have done that in the DM and, it, and people would be like, oh shit, yeah, I could have. You know what I mean? I just like to remind people sometimes. That's all. Definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? Are you still um in school? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just had to take a I just had to take a so, um I had to take a few um take a few some so I could uh, catch up on some um employment. Okay, okay. Had to get the money right and all that. Oh, of course, man. You know that's one of the things. Um, you know, but sometimes, especially down south, you know, you'll get caught up in the work, and you'll kind of for, like forget about stuff like school and all that is happening. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just had to. I had to jump right back in it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to lose sight. I didn't want to lose. Um, I didn't want to lose faith in getting the um, getting the um, getting my getting my bachelor's. And also, you you have uh, pretty strong aspirations. I I don't know if it's still the same from our last conversations. Like uh, you yeah. you stated before that you you wanted to be you were aspiring to be a politician. Well, not 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 necessarily a politician. Um, it's just um the specifically um work as somebody who works in the state department somebody who works oh at, okay okay somebody who um specifically the um the foreign service um the foreign service is an um uh, 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 the foreign service is technically an arm of the state department um in regards to um in regards to diplomacy around the world so okay capacity i would want to be working with capacity i would want to be working at is technically a one where i get to see right like I have I have a level of I have a level of clearance like top secure um like like some clearance but not like top secret of course secret agent or anything like that just yeah, like, yeah 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 make sure that um that they're following regulations basically mm. whenever the administrations change because people forget that whenever new administrations come in each administration has different um different approaches different approaches or um um different uh, methods how it communicates with um with other countries in regards to certain policy so for example for the um for for korea um one of the things that kind of changes every now and then is um our um is um our um is the um sorry it would be their capacity to um their capacity to like um shoot off weapons like there's some countries who oh have, okay okay with, and with japan who's who's um Whose constitution we help create? Whose constitution we help create? Yeah, where they have like their their rockets only have like a certain amount of um, firepower, basically. Depending oh, on- okay. So we we even overlook that. Yes, yes, definitely. Yes. Okay. Yes, especially in the places like especially in a place as delicate as is the thirty eighth parallel in Korea. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's anybody who also pays attention to it. It's Kim Jong Un. He'll he'll cry about any little thing any little thing that the allies do, whether, especially when it comes to military exercises. Absolutely. He definitely does cry. <laughs> I'm glad you said it like that. Cause he, he gets upset. Even pouty at times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's how we all, that's how, and it's not like, and it's not like that's how like the, it's not like that's how the Western media is portraying it. No, it's just, that's how technically they've come to the negotiating table throughout, throughout their time um, since the Korean war. Okay. Um, at each time that they've every each time that they've come to the negotiating table, they've they've always been not apprehensive, but they've always had like a clear motive of not trying to work with us, but make it look like they're working for us, so they can make um so they could like have time to 
do other things, and that other thing would be the creation of their nuclear um their nuclear capabilities. Got you. I got you. I got you. My question to you is like, what type of um credentials would you need to get into that? Like, say someone's really interested in the getting into what you just mentioned, you know, being part of the uh, State Department and, and uh, diplomatic relations. How? What would they? What, what? What credentials would they need to actually get involved with that? Well, um, one of the things. Um, so, one of the one of the jobs, if you're like established, basically, that's easiest to get into it. Of course, is 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 working as a as working as somebody who's worked in government. Like, if you're working somebody, if you somebody who's been an aide to a um to somebody's campaign or mm. somebody who's all who's um along with that. But um in regards to the State Department, a lot of the times it's people who are who have went to school who um, understand a certain aspect of um of a certain culture, uh, a certain culture and being able to communicate with that with those people in that culture got you so like if you wanted to if you wanted to work as some if you wanted to work as somebody who was who's a liaison basically to um or somebody who's a um who works in an embassy got you necessarily want to let's say be also handle classified information there's um um depending on the level um one of the levels basically you can serve in as is it the capacity is um, only filled for people who are of a military type of background? Ah, uh, okay. So there okay, are, there are ones like that, and then there are ones where you're just technically just making sure that the country is sticking to its local banking regulation, its international banking regulation. And those people who qualify for those fields can their their expertise can come from many different places. That's why. The federal government kind of does a good job in regards to like hiring certain people whenever it comes to like their proficiency in certain things. Oh yeah, they they yeah they they have to they, they have to deal with excellence absolutely. Exactly, and what they do is is they eventually they eventually get you on a contract. Um, somewhat they you eventually get contracted by the government to a certain degree. Oh okay okay. And so whenever you, um, whenever um, I remember reading um one of the former secretary of defense's um, books when he, before he became secretary of defense, um, he went, he, um, it was um, to Obama. His name's Robert Gates. Okay. Um, he, um, when, when Obama called him in to be, um, or asked him to be um, secretary of defense, he was just a regular retired general. And he was just, just, you know, usually. Oh, wait, he wasn't even in service. No, he wasn't. Um, neither was um, neither was um, um, if I'm correct. Neither was um, General Mattis. Actually, they had. Uh, wow, I didn't know had, that. I thought they were still in service, and they just, you know, said, "Hey, you guys done, you know, a great job. Here's the spot right here. You don't have to no longer put your life on the line anymore. Here you go." I yeah. didn't know that they were retired. We it's 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 a multitude of cases. Sometimes, sometimes they're retired. Sometimes they aren't. Okay. Okay. I'm, Familiar with the frequency of like how many presidents presidents give the authorizations to active military members and got you difference towards the ones who are inactive. But I'm from if I, but I think you'd be correct though, and it would be correct that that would it would be those who are who are still serving basically still active. Yeah, yeah. But like when it, um, but like I think, but if I'm correct, it was Mattis who was one of those people who he wasn't necessarily still serving. Or he was like on it. He was like he was on the last leg of his um Yeah, on his way out. 
contract. On his way out, yeah, yeah. But he was already well established within our within within the foreign policy circles, as within not only foreign policy circles, but as well as as well as military circles. That's why he was so respected. Got you, got you. So you would you would be more into like the uh, foreign relations type of lane, right? Like dealing yeah. with diplomats and everything. Yes, definitely. I would. Um, I would. Um, I would be, um, fare better in like the correspondence between like the top diplomats, basically, and what they would be setting, what their top agenda would be for a certain, um, for whatever it is the administration is wanting them to do. So, like right now, um, the um, Indo Pacific. Um, the Indo-Pacific um, conversations that are going on between the United States, um, Japan, South Korea, and if I'm correct, India, and Australia. Oh, right. Australia's involved in that too. Yes, of course, especially due to the simple fact that we've made a new, um, we've made a new type of um, armament sale with them that kind of trends. Okay, makes sense now. Okay, okay, okay. And so, um, and and that's all towards more countering of the power of China, basically. Yeah, absolutely, so, yes. And it's and its overall presence in the world, specifically there. Got you, got you. So where where did your passion for politics come from? Did you always have this, or did it come like as you were growing? Um, honestly, it came. How could I say it? It came like really at a older age because okay i'll just say that for a while for a while i was i wasn't really i wasn't really into politics especially when i was like a kid i was um i was somebody who was like very open because a lot of the because I'm, I'm in a house full of girls so I'm yes yes boy. yes, yes. <laughs> the only the only boy out of four girls yeah um as my um sociology professor who also who's also a clinical psychologist told me when you're um nine times out of ten, you're when you're boy born in my situation, you're very vocal. You're okay. Very, very so you're very sociable. Yeah. Yes. So I knew that I was a very sociable person to a certain degree. Yeah. Know so how to tap that energy into something that I was like very like I liked very much. Um, like any other kid at the time or any millennial kid at the time, I was watching Toonami, I was watching anime, and those things were really yes, sir. <laughs> Really, those things were really like in touch with. The, uh, they were very much close to me. Yes. So I would like like any other kid, you would watch Dragon Ball Z. You would just love it, and you know, as a kid, you know, you think nothing of it. You know, something to watch. Um, but the more I watched, um, the more I was observant of characters. My character, my favorite character, was always the um, wise old sages of the of the. Uh, Absolutely. Yep. So whenever you watched your. Whenever you watched your um, Naruto's, you would it was your 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 pervy sage. Your pervy sage, yeah, whenever, the wise old man, yeah. Whenever it came to Ghost in the Shell, it was the um the head of the squad, basically, yep. of Kusanagi. Yep. Um, even in um even in stuff like Lord of the Rings, basically, which is more of a um Western based show. Western, yeah. It sits, it, um, you know, Gandalf, one of those characters. Yep. And so I I not I've note um not only did I notice that I had like a a kind of like an interest in these characters and like in fiction um in fiction but also like in the real world as well. Mm. So and so a lot and so after a while um at one point in time I got a I started living with my mom. Okay. After living with my mother, I was technically just doing the usual um I was staying with her and she had um foster care children who she had um she watched kids for the state. Okay. 
I found myself at home a lot of the times, but thankfully, you know, my stepdad, he had a library of sorts. Oh, nice. And so I got into reading a lot of books. One of the first books that I actually, it's one of the, one of the first books I actually read was, it was a marriage book, basically, by a, um, an old radio host. Um, I, I don't know if people, I don't know if people remember her name, but her name was Laura Schlesinger. I don't know if people remember her. I remember her. Yeah, it was an old book. Um, she's I didn't a, know she wrote a book about marriage. Yeah, yeah, she she's very much she she yeah she she wrote a lot of books about like or at least three at the time it was a at the time of that one it was about two or three. And, oh wow! Yeah, and it was a very and it was a very good book. Um, little did I know that she was very much accepted in a lot of conservative uh, media circles as well. Yes, yes, I know that. Yes, I know that. Yes, yes. And so. Um, and so I finished her book, then another person's book who really made a um, who really made a um, impact on me was Jesse Ventura's book, The Old Wrestler, if you remember. Yo, Jesse Ventura's the man, bro. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. he's people try to paint him to be like this radical libertarian or whatever, but man, he has some points, bro. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I, I love his book. I used to sit there and watch them. Now, it was me in 2009 and 2010 reading this, so if as okay. Know, if a person like me is understanding of Jesse Ventura, then you already know I was. I've known of people like like Alex Jones, Alex Jones since two thousand nine, two thousand and ten. Yeah, of course. So, used to be a big watch and heavy, and used to watch um, Alex Jones's films. Um, the Obama Deception was one of the ones that I remember the most known of. Yeah, that was probably the most popular one. Yeah, and and so after a while, these books started really to arise at theater, you know. Um, at this point, um, I told myself I wanted to like be kind of like a screenwriter, but I had just gotten um, or some type of scriptwriter because I wanted to like put my own imagination to paper. So that was the idea of what I wanted to do, possibly in the future. I okay. Politics at the time to make a better story. Mm-hmm. And so after a while, I'm starting to get scared of what I'm reading. I'm just like, man, this is this man. It's like you, you hear about you read about this, and then I'm, then I'm also at the time reading about global warming. And yeah, and yeah, it started it started to get it started to give me real anxiety at night, also while watching my mom's kids. So, yes, of so course, of course, my mom would just be like, Oh, why are you on the internet and all these days? And then sometimes, and then I'd be on the computer for hours on hours at night. And it was through, um, it was through there, kind of my um, my knowledge, my 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 my, I started planting the seeds. Uh, unknowingly, subconsciously planting the seeds of like understanding those things and understanding like international relations, foreign policy, and domestic policy. But it really started off from a very, um, I would say, not cynical, but very, um, not cynical, but basically suspicious of the overall government to a certain degree. And at that point, I didn't really know what was the best thing for government. I remember writing like my own like little things of oh, this department should deal with this, should deal with this, and should deal with this. And mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. The moment, I'm, at the moment, what's going on in politics, actually, is the Tea Party movement. Now, okay, yes, yes, oh my goodness, yes. So at the time, I started watching um, a lot of, um, but at the time, I was watching a lot of MSNBC. I started watching Morning Joe in the morning every single day, Yeah, and which I still do till this day. And so eventually, um, that knowledge kept going and going, and Eventually, I moved out of my mom's house, and the 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 knowledge of seeking or understanding things from a political perspective started growing to the point where people were like, you know, maybe you should go to school for this. And 
especially at a time when I was kind of like selling a little bug at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So eventually, um, eventually after a few things, after a few things happened with that, I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to go to school and put all my knowledge towards that. And, and around, I think it was 20, 2016, I um, came to Tallahassee and I left my, um, I left my job at Burger King and I just moved back up to Tallahassee with my sister. And where are you currently attending? Um, I'm currently attending Tallahassee Community College. Nice, so nice, nice. It's, um, in my opinion, it's, in my opinion, it, I, 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 well, I just love the school because of my professor, especially um, Professor Edward Dugan. For, um, for me, he, I call him my sensei because um, in regards to, in regards to um, like understanding like international relations, I had to, it was him who made, it was, it was him who, who really like, he showed me what my ideas and oh well not my ideas but all the things that I was interested in in regards to the world from different music, different cultures, yeah, or even different historical characters of time. It all was encapsulated in one thing, and that was international relations. Mm, so he was the one that basically said, "Okay, this is what you're into. Let me bottle it up here, and this is what you need to be doing right here." just actually he was just being himself he was just teaching the class and i was going to oh okay you oh him teaching made you say this is where i need to be yeah like it was it was just sitting there after a while it was just sitting there after a while and like looking at like what he's teaching and i'm just like oh my god i I love all of this and and that's what international relations is it's not just dealing with just international policy is dealing with how cultures connect have cultures connect yes 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 absolutely that's why it's called relations yeah and so whenever i can i i I love sitting down and like listening to music from different cultures specifically today yes because i know that like even if i weren't to step into the field of international relations and something weird were to happen and i ended up at a like a music label i could be very familiar with the overall trends in the country due to the fact that international relations has kind of made it to, to uh, made me literally get up at five in the morning and watch the news every morning so i'm very aware of what's going on or at least in the world within in the world yes or about i'd say before before 11 o'clock 11 o'clock in the morning i kind of know what's going on in all parts of the world that's crazy but that's i mean that's that's good to know especially in your profession so yes, you got to know these things you know what i mean Yes, definitely. And it's, um, and it's, and it's, um, it's, it's very, it's helpful at times. And sometimes it, sometimes it, 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 and I've yet been able to, I pride myself at least on being able to like have made a balance in regards to my, um, seeking of knowledge in international relations and just going on about everyday life. Have, have you ever thought into um, creating your own platform discussing international relations? Um, I've, yes, I've, I've dabbled with the idea. Yeah. Um, the only, the only um, reason why I haven't like make, taken steps into doing so is because um, I've always had this, a, um, this apprehensiveness to do so because it's, I'm, 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 um, I'm still a student of, I'm still a student of international very got you got I'm, you i'm, I'm not very I'm, I'm, I'm i i my one of my things is one of my um methods of um trying to understand the um 
the methods of international relations is being at least humble throughout the time. Yes. And humble while I'm also not only in school, but also within the, uh, if I were to work in the field. Yes. And so I wanted to like travel in that way. And also there's also a kind of fear of not having said something truthfully correct. Mm-hmm. So, and oh, so I understand. I understand like having a, having a, um, an audience technically who is also looking to you to provide them with that knowledge with the proper knowledge. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things that it's one of those things I've always been apprehensive about because I understand that even I fall short of at least um, bringing up many truths that have to deal with multifaceted issues. Yes. International relations and politics. Yes. Yeah. So I, I mean, you even see some of the professionals have issues with that. So <laughs> that's why I'm glad that you, you took, you took the responsibility and saying, you know what, maybe, you know what, I'm still in the learning phases. Talking yeah. about it right now is not the right thing to do. Yeah, definitely. Like, like right now, like I have this me and my um, me and my best friend who study international relations, Andrew. Um, one of these things that we have is called like essential reading. Like mm-hmm. whenever we're whenever we're like looking for different things that we read, um, like we'll, we'll, or things that we're advertising to read or saying that one person would read, it's like and it's dealing with political science. Mm-hmm. Read this book; it's essential reading. Um, one of the books is one of one of the books was. Um, one of these books is um, Diplomacy by Henry Kissinger. Um, Henry, um, the former, um, uh, the guy who opened the United States, uh, the China's, the Chinese United States' first actual um, diplomatic efforts to communicate, basically, he headed, he spearheaded that during the Nixon administration. Yes. And it's his book. Um, and in Diplomacy, at least the first three, four chapters, he's talking about the, he's talking about the, inter, he's talking about the interpolit, um, the international relations of, I think it's um, well, I think it's before World War Two, before World War One. Okay. With the um, yes, before World War One and the um, triple entente, and the um, the many military alliances that were going on over there, and also talks about a certain practitioner of um, diplomacy, one of them being racially it, and it's it gets so much into the weeds of like of like practical of of like what one person does and what is considered in um what is considered from to um from today's as uh, measured by today's aspect of like actual diplomacy that for me is well worth paying attention to and it's just stuff like studying like that that like some people would wonder well, yeah what's the name oh, of that book you said diplomacy yes it's called by henry kissinger yes um diplomacy. oh yeah i got to look into that those just one of the many books basically that um and one of the many things that I would go to in regards to keeping my mind refined and sharp when it comes to um, international relations um, absolutely policy absolutely man that that's amazing bro like hearing hearing your aspirations yo I, I wish you nothing but success with this man for real oh I I, I wish I, I hope it, I have it happens as well because um now I, I believe it will because you have the drive, you have the passion, and you you said it, you saw it yourself. That's why I think it's gonna work for you because it wasn't like it, someone gave it to you. You not, you had your own epiphany. Yeah. You know what I mean? You were like, wait a minute, this is me right here. Yeah, and I, and since and I'm, now the thing is, is I'm thirty. Yeah. Oh, like, bro, that's still young. <laughs> and 
so like a lot to a lot of um, like like any other person that's going through a phase where they're trying to um, understand the ins and outs of a field that they're going to use for the rest of their life. Yeah, I've always had moments where I've just sat just sat there and been like, "Man, do I really want? Am I really capable of doing this?" to the rest of my life to have the spark to do it every single morning and to get up and every mm, yes I'll have second I'll have second thoughts don't get me wrong but ever but right when those second thoughts happen and it's and it's uncanny how it's it's uncanny how it happens yeah soon after I'll be reading something or I'll watch something most of the time it comes by reading um I'll have something that'll bring me back to it and make me understand and show me how well my knowledge is and well how well versed that I've um, succeeded so far in in my time in school. See, yeah, see, I've yeah, the signs are real, man. Yeah, the, the the signs of development kind of show me, like, oh crap, maybe I can really do this. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you. I mean, to me, when someone has that epiphany on their own, that's right. That right there is diffused to light that that fire that's going to keep them going because right at that point you're like okay no one can really tell me what i'm going to do now because i found what i'm going to do yeah exactly and and you you told the story just now you said yo i always loved learning about other cultures and how they can work with us yeah and international relations is exactly that so it's like Bro, you 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 definitely found your ambition. You definitely found your love, and I I wish you nothing but success with it. I mean, you have the mind, you you have the patience, and you have the ambition, bro. So, you you got it, man. And what's crazy is is we grew up in the same kind of household. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. You know, it's like mind you, this is um this is like I I grew up. I think the first time me and you actually met was during a family member's wedding. Yes, my, your sister's my, wedding. My sister's wedding. And yes, and a horrible joke about Michael Jackson looking like um, looking like a rat. Yes, my two dads just laughed, and that was like the end of the conversation because I yeah. very they they don't they don't like they they they're not long they're not long winded. Yeah, not at all. That's yeah. so funny though that and and it's crazy because our dads are first brothers. Yeah. I, so that's so I'm gonna let them know in the episode. I was like, nah, this is like for real like my for real cousin not a family friend yeah. this is like a cousin like first cousin blood relative you know what i mean and yes we grew up in the same household and we liked many of the same things as well which we found out later on exactly so it, it, it's great man it's great to see you doing your thing i found my ambition like i i had an epiphany just like you i was like yo i mean i'm always paying attention to what's going on I love to do commentary on it. Why don't I just do a podcast? You know what I'm saying? And, and then from there, I just started interviewing people and started shooting content and going crazy with sports and everything. So it's just slowly building into what I'm doing now. And then to hear what you're about to do, you could like literally change the world. Like, and honestly, like yours, like what's what's crazy is, is um like even I, I i gotta definitely give props to you because like thank you brother you like you're also your your podcast specifically for rockland county you know specifically and how it it's like for those who are trying to understand like the the underbelly or like the true inner essence of rockland county 
Yes, yes, yes. And go to your podcast because you're interviewing the up and coming artists. You're interviewing those people who are literally chasing those those dreams on the street, basically. Yes, sir. I've had those like minded moments, basically, where we're, we're just like, "Hey, this is what I want to do." I knew it was real when I seen you recently post the thing on TikTok of the represent of the um the county commission. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not playing, bro. I'm not playing, bro. Going crazy. <laughs> I was just like, holy cow, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing, bro. Like, everyone's getting held accountable out here yeah. to the point where they're like, all right, there's somebody out here that's not playing with us, so we got to be on our P's and Q's. Exactly. And so, like, from my perspective, anybody who's trying to find out about an up-and-coming artist in Rockland County, they would have to go to you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Going to, if, they're, if they're not going to the already established, which are going to be the necessarily radio content, the people who do radio content, as well as the podcast industry, yep. somebody who's interviewed those people in an extensive manner, then like they're not doing it. They're not doing justice or not doing their research right in regards to finding out about those artists. And that's why. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate that love, man. I mean, hey, we had a great convo. I ain't got no more questions. I'm glad you were able to come through and let the people know what your ambitions are. I got to get you back on here, though, because they got to see your face. Oh, so um, I'm getting my YouTube channel set up and all that. So once that's ready to go, I got to get you back on, bro. Oh, definitely, definitely. Do something like current events, basically. Uh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Like, we we, I, we might even get a show together somewhere. You come on and discuss what's going on in the international relations world. Hey, man, I, I'd love to, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. Get our own little CNN, MSNBC popping, man. You never know. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. You be oh, let them know how they can find you on social media, and um, we out of here, bro. Oh, definitely. Um, my um, my name. If you look me up on uh, Facebook, is just gonna be the Fly Plays, Fly Plays Junior. Um, and on Twitter, it will be uh, D E F L Y P five nine one at at uh. D E F L Y P five nine one with the at in the front base. I'm just sorry, I'm not used to putting out the info like that regarding <laughs> all good, brother. Appreciate you pulling up, man. Great talking to you. We're definitely gonna collab again on that YouTube channel for sure. I'm gonna be in touch, man. Oh, definitely, bro. You have a nice one, man. All right, take care, brother. All right, you too. Wow, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I thought it was a great, great convo for um, those of you. Like I said, who want to tap into that side of life. You know what I mean? I told you he was very insightful. He broke everything down. Um, he told you what he was getting into. I mean, it, it was great to have that kind of conversation on this platform. It was something different, um, something to build on. Um, I might try to get more politicians or, or more people in his field. You know what I mean? That aren't really politicians, but are in close with the government. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode, man. Um, like I said, it was fun putting it together. It was great to have a family member on there other than my brother. As you all know, if, you, if you've been listening, if you've been listening for a while, you know, my brother's been on here several times. So to have another family member on here, it was fire. So huge shout out to the fly. Make sure you tap in with him. Um, he's doing good things. Um, he's, he's, he's trying to get his life right, man. And anytime I see a young brother trying to change, do the right thing with his life, I got to celebrate that. And um, of course, get him on the platform. You know what I'm saying? But um, please be sure to uh, check him out for real. If you are interested in that side of um, government, if that if you're interested in that aspect of government, give him a shout. 
he will have no problem getting in contact with you. But um, time to announce who the next guest will be. Still doing something a little different, you know. I told y'all uh, I like to expand my horizons as an interviewer. Um, I don't want to become so stagnant to where I'm only talking to producers, artists, producers, artists, 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 producers. That's not the thing I want to do. I want to make sure I get all types of entrepreneurs. Um, my next guest is a good example of that. Um, the name of the episode is going to be called WAP 2. Um, but it's not called wrestling and podcasting, which was the first WAP. Huge shout out to Talker Champions when they pulled up. Uh, uh, Stan Michael and uh, uh, Hearts, when they pulled up and uh, we did a little uh, cross collaboration there. And um, this one's called Wrestling and Promoting. You know what I mean? WAP 2. I'm featuring a good friend of mine, old tag team partner of my brother's when he was doing his indie wrestling thing. Um, his name is Shay Kudo. Uh, he's, all, he's known as Shay Cash in the uh, New England wrestling scene. And he has his own promotion, uh, New England ring gladiators so we we i'm gonna have him pull up next episode to discuss that so we're gonna do a little wrestling conversation so i mean it's a complete vibe i can't wait for you guys to um tap into that it's gonna be fun but um in the meantime i'm getting the hell out of here hope you guys enjoyed this episode um as i said i'm gone thank you for listening please be sure to follow me on instagram that's at t-h-a-b-l-a-s-t P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm getting out of here, y'all. Peace.